to see for yourselves one of the most amazing events. When is this great experiment made? Impervious to heat, impossible to move. Is it human or inhuman? Gentlemen, do you realize what we've found? It's time for the Geeky Drummy Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Hello and welcome to this Geeky Drummy bonus podcast with myself, Mr. Ryan Parrish, Miss Keith Bloomfield. Hello, Ryan. And Mr. Lee Price. Hello. We're busy beavering away doing something else, unfortunately not podcasting this week, but normal service should resume very soon. What I'd thought I would do is explain about Keith's comic roundup and Lee's gaming roundup a little bit more. What's behind them, what, where to go and see them, what, what they're about. Keith, do you want to explain about New Comic Book Day, the importance of the comic roundup? Wednesday, uh, traditionally in the UK, is the day that the new American comics arrive in store. What I do on a Wednesday, on a regular basis, is to just kind of highlight those books that I'm personally interested in. So these are books that I would probably pick up as singles. So what I do is just kind of highlight comic of the week, which is the comic that I'm most interested in. Sometimes that can be part of a continuing series where I just want to get people's attention to a particular uh, issue that might be doing something interesting as a good jumping on point. Or it may be one of the smaller independent books that are coming out through companies like Dynamite or Boom. Image is pretty big. There's quite a lot of image books that come out on a regular basis. Usually they run for uh, five to six issues at a go or... um, sometimes a little bit longer but it just gives me an opportunity to kind of flag up the comics that perhaps people aren't aware of and just to illustrate the the written piece that i do for the geeky brummy website with the covers that you're likely to see so if you see them on the shelves you'll be able to think oh okay that's an interesting comic on there so in recent weeks i've been championing books like the wildstorm which is written by Warren Ellis and illustrated by John Davis Hunt, two uh, British creators. And that's been running in the DC universe for uh, two years. Uh, we've just finished that, and that's a great story. I'm also a big fan of Wonder Twins by Mark Russell and Stephen Byrne, which is coming out of DC's um, Wonder Comics imprint, which was geared towards a slightly younger age group. But a lot of the books that they've been putting out through Wonder Comics, like Dial H, the Hero and Naomi and Young Justice are books that are great to introduce younger readers to comics, but are also full of everything that made me fall in, co- fall in love with comics in the first place. And as an adult, I still get an awful lot out of those books, so that's really good. DC's Young Animal imprint, again, I'm another big fan of that. It's become the new vertigo for me, where we've got stories from the Doom Patrol, a new book that launched recently called Collapser, which guys should love because it's about a bloke who's a DJ who ends up with a black <laughs> hole in, in his chest. But that's a, that's a really nicely written, beautifully illustrated book. So I tend to kind of go for books that either I like the writers or I like the illustrators and stuff in there. So it's quite nice to do that. And then that goes out on a, on a Wednesday, kind of cover books that I'm looking forward to and then pick up. And then a few days later, maybe a week or two later, I do do a video version of that where I actually kind of give you a bit of my thoughts on, on what I actually thought of the book, having read it and, and show you perhaps a bit of the uh, interior artwork. Sometimes in there as well, I also throw in some extra bits and pieces like some of the Kickstarter things that I'm interested in because a lot of comic books now are being published in 
independently through the likes of Kickstarter. So recently through Time Bomb Comics, I picked up their Brawler first edition, which is quite nice. There's a lot of interesting things in there. It's an anthology, so it works quite well. Some stories are better than others, but it's as, as an overall package, it was really nicely done. And then maybe featuring the occasional con or uh, live appearance of people on there. So it's quite nice to say a little bit about what I'm thinking while I can book a little bit more than I do in the kind of um, written part. Mostly weekly. It's quite nice to kind of just do that two-camera thing and go, this this book's great, buy it. Here's some great artwork. And it is genuinely things that I, I want to read. It's not things that'll be popular and stuff. It's stuff that I actually want to read. So there'll be slightly odder books in there that might not be quite mainstream reads. There'll be some mainstream read books in there, just because I like those stories. But occasionally there'll be the slightly quirkier, unusual books, or books that riff on old TV shows. Um, (laughs) Because recently I've been reading Battlestar Galactica Classic at Dynamite, and I'm currently reading Star Trek Year 5 over at IDW, which is another great book, because it's it's just it's really it's nice. Star Trek versus Transformers, Snagglepuss. Well, yeah, recently there was a, a Star Trek uh, Transformers anime version. So it was the kind of um, 70s animated Star Trek and Generation 1 Transformers. In which, of course, there is a Starship Enterprise Transformer, which is a splash page. is beautiful and it's really good in the artwork that was done majority was done by a, a guy called Phil Murphy and it's just beautiful so yeah. It's good, it's something I've been in love with since I was a wee boy. Yeah, so hopefully that comes across. Thank you for explaining a little bit more about it. Lee, how about our weekly gaming roundup and your game of the week selection? Okay, so gaming roundup uh, is there because I just love talking about games. Anyone who follows me on Twitter knows that the vast majority of my tweets, if they're not political rants, just about games, about what's coming up and what's going on in the games industry. Because I just, I'm always following games media, I'm following stuff on Twitter, and just I read things like Eurogamer and, and Kotaku and Polygon all the time, and just just like talking about games and the roundup is just my way of getting across information about what's happening in the games industry what game what announcements have been made what people are talking about and that sort of thing i mean the most recent one done my head includes stuff like the reporting on watchdogs legion and the fact that ubisoft are getting in using the uh, joseph gordon lovitz hit record hit record where like people can collaborate on different things and apparently they want 10 tracks to come out of that but it's not just reporting on them doing that it's also finding reporting on how people are reacting to it so we've got like a lot of freelance musicians have criticized the the practice because it's probably going to end up paying less than going rate for a lot of these musicians and they it's going to be people who are just starting out and the, the question questions around that and also the fact that another story was like devotion which is a Taiwanese horror game and the problem, the issues they've had with the Chinese government over some of its content. So there's been stories like that, and just how, but not like I said, not just talking about what's happening, but also how people are reacting to it and what people are saying. Because like I said I'm always following what people are saying on Twitter and all that. Just sort of get my own opinion in there. Yeah. Usually comes across as the occasional bit of snark, especially where <laughs> things like loot boxes are concerned. I'll yeah. sneak things in there. But then I also like to highlight what's out that week I'll bring up a lot of the big games that are coming out but also a big list of releases that I try and keep up to date and I've I've now got like an email I'm on like every mailing list that I can (laughs) find and every like following every account for every publisher and everything just to see what's coming out and try and get more of a focus on some of the smaller games that are out there so you really try and pick out some indie gems yeah yeah and um game of the week is like for me the most interesting game released that week. So every Friday when it goes out, I look at what games have come out, 
over the previous week from the Saturday to that Friday. So some of the games could be games that came out that day that the roundup goes up. Some of the, the recent highlights have included, I mean, we've talked about Bloodstained and Judgment on the podcast. Yeah, uh, Those were two things that I've been excited for. So they obviously, I knew as soon as I got the release dates for those, that's going to be the game of the week that week. But then there's been sort of smaller things that have just caught my eye that week. Like when I gave... Uh, Gatto Roboto, the game of the week, which is like a Metroidvania with a cat. I found out about that game two days before and I was like, I kind of have to make it a thing because I love Metroid and I love cats. And Nightcall is a recent one as well, which is about uh, you're a Parisian taxi driver, but there's been murders going on in the city. As taxi drivers chat to people and they're going about their journey, you use that to try and piece together who the murderer might be. And I think that sounds like a really interesting thing. I just try and like highlight these sorts of Weird and interesting games. Sometimes if a big release <laughs> has caught my attention, I, that will make Game of the Week, but it's very rare. I think I have I tend to take a lot more interest in some of these weirder, off-the-beaten-path games that are going out there, so I like to yeah. kind of give them a bit of a focus. So more like, it's not just a, here's the game coming out, it's yes. here's what's happening in the industry, which yes. it's basically more like a rumours. Mm-hmm. A little bit of rumours, a little bit of what's yes. happening, a little bit of reaction to what's happening. Yes. Plus, yeah. yeah. This is what's upcoming. Yeah. And again, more left field, more indie titles. Yeah. Makes what me and Lee, what we're doing, that little bit more interesting because we are taking our personal approach to mm-hmm. it rather than the kind of more traditional journalistic approach mm-hmm. where it's just reporting on the things that are that people want to hear. It's mm-hmm. actually these are the things that as comics readers or gamers mm-hmm. that we're actually interested in and yeah. you might be too. It doesn't mean that we can kind of take the chance to direct people to something that they might not have normally had a had a try of or mm-hmm. or, or, or approach because you know they might not have been it just might not have been aware yeah. that it was there. Yeah. And this has been Geeky Brummies ethos since its original founding. It's, mm-hmm. it's what you love, not what what's popular. It's always yeah. been about what you love. Yeah. Yeah. And though I don't write as many articles as you both <laughs> put together I will occasionally pop up a quick TV or movie review. Something that's probably not had as much acclaim or greater, yeah, greater vision as other shows, such as um, recently I picked out Corporate, which is one of my favourite TV shows of this mm-hmm. decade, which is on Comedy Central in the UK and probably not being watched to anywhere near the extent of something like Game mm. of Thrones, but it's a brilliant show and it deserves your time. Mm. But it's, it's finding stuff that you love. That's what I love about Geeky Brilliant bringing people who love things together mm-hmm. to share their love. I'll read Lee's pieces because I know Lee's going to point out things that I'm, I'm likely to, to to find interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, You know, it, it upsets me occasionally <laughs> when he writes about things that are on machines that I don't own. Well, do, you mean, do you mean the bit where I mentioned about Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 and how, <laughs> and how like, it's, it's, not, it's not particularly good if you're a Marvel fan yeah. who doesn't own a Switch? And, and, <laughs> and I know that in the grand scheme of things something like Marvel Ultimate Alliance isn't going going to be the greatest game ever mm. made but I'm it's the kind of game that I'm going to have mm-hmm. I'm going to get a kick out of playing mm-hmm. yeah. um, and so. I do I do t- take an interest in your roundup as well just for the simple fact that like I don't read a lot of comics so it's just really interesting to see it from someone outside of that yeah See what's going on in it. It's interesting to see stuff that's not just the usual DC and Marvel content farmed out every week as mm-hmm. well. So you mentioned you take the imprints, stuff like Image and Small Dark Horse and smaller distributors. Yeah, there was there and was... highlights. The one like Second Coming that you picked out, which was supposed to be a DC. It was originally going to be published through DC, but they ran into a little bit of problem through certain groups, groups. being a little bit concerned about the content. 
matter. But now it's, it's out through a smaller imprint. So it's a Ahoy Comics that are publishing these. So it's a little trickier to get hold of. So I think if you're kind of interested in that, I think I did say in the piece that if you are trying to get hold of it, you'd probably have to ask your comic supplier to kind of order you in a copy. It's unlikely they would have that amongst their general stock. But it's definitely, I've now read that first issue and it's a great piece. I do like Mark Russell's writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as and as a result, I've followed him through various other books. So he's writing Runda Twins. He wrote Snagglepuss. He did the Flintstones book, which was a great book at DC when they were doing their Hanna Barbera things. It sounds like one thing when it's presented to you as Jesus moves in with a superhero, but it's more than that. And yeah. that's the beauty of things like comics is that distilled down into a bite-sized chunk of what it is, they might sound ridiculous, but often there's a beauty and a heartfelt content in there. The Wonder Twins, again, seems silly on the surface. It's two alien twins who have got the powers of becoming a, a, a animals or water. But there's something about what's going on between those characters and their supporting cast yeah. that just is beautiful in a way. You just yeah. kind of feel what they're feeling and it's it's just comics can do that and uh, you know I, i'm not ashamed to say that there's there are occasions when com- comics will make you cry and they will they will have a, as much of an impact on you as as music or films can do i'm on the same side of a different coin so mm-hmm. the indie games is that's, a, that's, that's honestly a big part of why i like to highlight a lot of the indie stuff is because they're doing such weird out there stuff that is, yeah. is different and they're doing it, it shows that gaming is just an interactive medium that you can do whatever the hell you want with. If you want to make a game where you're a taxi driver and you're trying to solve a murder, you can make that game. If you're someone who made a big popular vampire-based series years ago and now that publisher doesn't want it anymore, you can just go off and be independent and do like the same Something game, but similar. with all the trademarks filed off. Yeah. And, it, and it's just great. And it sort of shows the, the... I want to kind of highlight the variety and the diversity that exists within games because that's what I love about it. I play so many different things. In a world where we see... where games are generally reported on as Fortnite... Everyone is playing Fortnite. That's why I tend to not talk about Fortnite. Aside from the fact that it doesn't interest me, it's just the fact that everyone's already talking about it. Who cares? And I want to hold out the stuff that is less talked about. And that's the one thing I'd say to any of our listeners, is go and find these Mm -hmm. niche things. Go and find Mm -hmm. something beyond the popular Mm -hmm. part of your collection. Go look past the Marvels, the DCs. Mm -hmm. The EAs and the Activisions of the world. Go, Go and find something that might be slightly out there left field but mm-hmm. is probably a better experience for you overall thank you for joining us for this bonus podcast we'll be back to regular service very soon mm-hmm. but until then don't forget to check us out on twitter instagram facebook geekyroom.com and on our youtube channel keith where can we find your stuff personally i am at hardlook underscore hotel on twitter and without the underscore on instagram and lee uh, you can find me on YouTube at Bob the Pet Ferret and on Twitter at The Cheap Ferret. And you can find me liking every single thing that gets published on the Geeky Movie <laughs> Tweets at my own personal Instagram of Ryan Parish. But for now, goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.